0: Hi, loves. Happy Monday. Just wanted to jump on and just say hello. Hope you all had a great weekend. And if you're listening later on the week, you're having a great week. And just want to give a little background about this episode with Jason Shirka. So this episode is a little bit deeper, <laughs> deeper dive um, that I like to get into. I've been having more and more of these guests on my show. I feel it really is uplifting the collective and awakening humanity in so many ways and I feel really called on my heart to share it and to continue to connect with these types of guests and I keep connecting with them for a reason. I truly do believe, you know, um, things align for a reason and sometimes they're beyond you. And so anyways, I just wanted to say Jason Churka is amazing. He is a author. He's an entrepreneur. He's a truth seeker, and he's someone who really shares about spiritual awakening and our consciousness and tapping into our own power. And today's episode, we really get into taking your power back and how you do that, how you empower yourself, what it all looks like, how it actually isn't as complicated as we all make it to be and where we're kind of going as a collective. So I thought this episode was really interesting and uh, eye-opening in many ways. And I love following all of Jason Chirka's, um, you know, his social media and his website. So I encourage you guys to do that and do the same. It's all in the show notes. But I just wanted to share a little bit about that because I've gotten some messages of some people who are like, wow, this is so interesting. I'm also awakening to my own self and my own powers and then others who are very resistant. And look, take it or leave it. Take what resonates with you, throw out the rest that doesn't. All I'm here to is to share more, you know, love, shed more light, be more open to learning and unlearning and relearning and just being a light for the collective. That's all I feel I really am here for, why I have this platform and, you know, have a voice. And so I choose to continue to share in that way. So just wanted to share that. And I hope you guys like this episode. As always, if it resonates with you and you love it, please screenshot it tag a friend, tag me at Allie Levine Design and at everything with Ali Levine so I can share it on my social and share the love. Make sure you leave a five-star review. A written review means so much to me and it does so much for the show. Share what you love, share a guest you love. And if you have any feedback, please feel free to drop a DM or send an email. And everything, again, is in the show notes for you guys. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Hey, hey, hi, everyone. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I am so, so excited for today's guest. I have such an incredible guest on today. I have the fabulous Station Shirka, and I want to tell you a little bit about him before I bring him on. So he is an author, he's an entrepreneur. I also would say he is a truth seeker and just overall very spiritual awakened person someone i have personally followed on my journey and i think just does such a beautiful job of sharing truth and spirit and how to tap into your power and your consciousness and he's also the founder of the academy of divine knowledge and so jason i'm so excited to have you here welcome to my show
1: thank you ali thank you for having me on
0: yes i'm just so excited to dive in all things we connected like almost a year ago now right
1: Yeah, time flies. It does,
0: yeah, especially now, right? I feel like the timelines are just really going.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so before we kind of dive in, like for those that don't know you, though I feel like a lot that listen to my show probably do, but for those that don't, why don't you tell a bit more about, you know, the academy that you are the founder of, a little bit of your journey, how you got here before we kind of get into everything.
1: Sure, sure. So I come from a business background, a real estate background. That's what I, I did up until recently. And um, you know, my my journey is kind of, depending on the angle that we take, can get really complicated and confusing. But to make it super simple, easy to understand, and short, um, I had incredible opportunities that were presented to me about three years ago, two and a half years ago, and specifically a few months ago that allowed kind of my journey to unfold quicker and specifically br- brought me into the public spotlight, which has been a very big part of the past eight months. In September, I was instructed to release a document known as the Pyramid Code. I put that out as instructed on September 9th at 9 a.m., 9-9 at 9 a.m. And uh, where I got that from is a whole story in and of itself in terms of where that document comes from. but that is what i would say really put me on the map in terms of this new world you know new world in my eyes at least this this world of awareness and consciousness and spirituality it's always been something i've been interested in but again it's always just been something that i was interested in i never pursued it as my livelihood i never made it my my uh purpose and mission of my life simply because I come from a real estate background. You know, that's what I I do. That's how I put food on my table. And that's pretty much it. And over the past few months, so much has changed that was really a scary path in many points because there was so much coming my way of what do I do next? Am I really going to step into this unknown full-time and not know what's coming next? Or am I going to take the path that I already had established where I knew what the rest of my life looked like. I knew that I was always going to be financially stable. I knew that everything was fine. I was set. I didn't have to worry about a thing, you know, and there was just such a passion and calling in my heart where no matter how much I knew in terms of being comfortable for my future, it wasn't enough for me. So I said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to take that leap because I I don't just have faith and I have faith completely, but it's not just faith. It's this feeling of, of undoubted knowingness where if you want to call that faith, that's, that's really what I call faith. But it's just this knowingness that knowingness that this is what I'm here for. You know, this is why I'm here to, to whatever it really means to help people see things in a different light, to learn on the way myself as well. Cause I'm learning every day, you know, I don't know it all at all. I know very little, just like everybody else. I just have experiences that I share and I never share in order to persuade. I never share in order to convince. I just share to share and whoever is ready to receive certain messages will. And whoever isn't, won't. And on the way, you get criticism and you get people calling you names and you get that whole thing. And it's a part of it, you know? And all in all, I'm I'm just over the past few months and how everything's turned out, as scared as I was in some cases and at some points, I'm very grateful that I took that leap of faith and that leap of, I really had no other choice in my heart because I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I saw such an incredible opportunity and I didn't take it. So I took it and I mean, the universe is just giving back as it always does, you know, in its state of abundance. So that's where we're at now. And in regards to the Academy of Divine Knowledge, I started that platform just about a month, a month and a half ago now. Um, We have thousands of people from all around the world that are a part of it with incredible teachers from all around the world and leaders from all around the world. Like uh, David Icke, Robert Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. Judy Mikovits, Del Bigtree—you know—all these really big names from doctors to spiritual leaders to healers to breath workers to—I mean, everybody and anything—is a part of this platform that's growing and and teaching people to really empowering people. That's what I would say. Empowering people to realize that they have this infinite power within them, that it's not this external power that doesn't exist within them already. And my ultimate purpose and the purpose of the platform in and of itself, the Academy of Divine Knowledge, is to show people, hey, you got this too. You know, you you can look up to certain teachers and healers and all that, but they're they they do not have your answers. Just like doctors don't heal you. You heal you, doctors. So long as they're good doctors, because most aren't, but doctors, at least the role in their principle are to teach you how to heal yourself. Healers don't heal you. Healers teach you how to heal yourself and so on and so forth. So spiritual teachers don't awaken you. They just teach you that you already have everything in order to, in order to access and facilitate that awakening process in and of itself on your own. And that's really what the Academy is all about to have a one-stop shop for all of these things in one place while being able to also contribute to a bigger cause because a lot of the funds that do come to the Academy are allocated towards these bigger causes of, of, right now we have one soul at a time where I'm creating a documentary where we find a homeless individual. I live in New York, so in New York City. And we take that person that once felt like they had no purpose and show them that they do. And bring that person from being on the street to get get helping them find a job, helping them find an apartment, and, and once again become a part of humanity, become a part of society, a functioning part of society, instead of somebody that just thinks they don't have any place here anymore. So it's really a, a one-stop shop for, for being able to learn while being able to contribute to the betterment of humanity at the same time.
0: That's amazing. Well, first off, thank you for sharing, because I didn't know that about your journey with real estate and, you know, being like you said, like you were so cushiony and like knew you were set and all was good. And I love that you shared that and just decided to step into really, you know, your truth and your own power and, you know, that you felt called, you know, on your heart. Because I think many people do and they are afraid. I know even for me, like I started in little tidbits, you know, at the beginning of 2020, sharing a little bit about, you know, trafficking that I was learning and little bits about what was on my heart and what was really bothering me, especially as a new mom and all these things. And then I started like awakening to other things. And I was like, oh, I well, I think I'm going to share more about vaccines and all of a sudden like everything really got heavy on my heart and i was like wow i need to share this but at the same time i'm a quote unquote influencer in the space and that's my main job and you know i post about all different brands and campaigns and it's and that. and it no longer felt like authentic for me to only be doing that mm-hmm. and it was hard because a lot of my community was like what are you doing why are you sharing all this stuff you never talked about this before it was always very light and simple and this that the only thing you ever got heavy about was your own like struggles with postpartum depression you never really talked about anything else and I was like, honestly, like, I feel like, you know, God sourced myself, like told me to, to share all this and it keeps coming heavier and heavier on me. So I really appreciate and respect Jason, that you shared that here with us, because I think it also helps encourage others to awaken to that as well. And be able to step into the same, because like you said, we all have that power. It's not outside of us. It's literally within us.
1: Yes, it, it is us. Right. It is <laughs> it, us.
0: Exactly. Right. We hold right. the universe within us. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, I I really appreciate you said that because you could have easily been like, okay, well I'll just stay in my cushiony job and do what I'm doing because hey, I'm, I'm all set up. Like I'm good to go. And I also love that you said like, you know the universe is giving it back to you in tenfold because you did step into your power and your passion everything you felt put on your heart and soul you're seeing it and you're connecting with amazing people and aligning. And I think that does also happen more and more. The more I realize I've shared, the more I've also helped others awaken and have conversations more, as much as I've lost things, I've gained things and I've gained new friendships and new partnerships and all new businesses. And it's just, it's so wild how you do see the universe do that. And it does always have our back. It's just sometimes we're afraid to, I think, step into that because we've been taught for so long and program conditioned not to. 100%,
1: 100%, you know, I find it really funny. And just fascinating how throughout this journey, you know, you get a lot of, not as much as I thought, by the way, but there is a lot of resistance from certain individuals, right? And a lot of name calling and even a lot of like, he's lying, he's doing it for the money. He's, he's doing crazy. It for the money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's, what's very funny for anybody that doesn't know my background is when I say I was set up, I wasn't set up as like middle-class. I was set up as the top of the top of the top 1% financially speaking. And that's what I gave up. And I emphasize that because believe me, if I wanted a comfortable life with a lot of money, I would have stayed where I already was. Right. right. I didn't just start something because, Hey, let's, let's go this route. Cause I'm bored. No, everything was fine. I was, traveling the world, doing what I wanted to do, doing what everybody wants to do when they're retired at a very young age. And I gave that up because of what I felt was the truth, because of what I felt had to be spoken about, no matter what the repercussions are. So the reason why I bring that up is because for people that don't know that background, they're like, oh, he's doing it for the money, he's doing it for this. And the truth is I had it all already. And I gave it up in order to do this, not in order to get more of what I already had. And I, I emphasize that to really show that it couldn't be more of the, of the opposite
0: right. than,
1: than that. You know what right. I mean?
0: And, and I love that you said that too, because so many like Robert Kennedy, I've spoken to him several times. He's amazing. And many others, like they are giving up everything. Like I try telling this to this some people who like are resistant and who are like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, this is that. And I'm like, look, they have everything to lose and really nothing to gain except for sharing the truth and hoping to get more out there. Whereas other people who are potentially telling you things that are in a program and a system, like they have everything to gain for doing it, you know, and, and nothing to lose. So it, it's very interesting how people don't see the difference. But I guess because of our programming and because of the conditioning and all that for many, it's a, a lot different to see it that way.
1: 100%. There's always a way to, um, you know, people that don't want to believe. If you don't want to believe, you will find a way to falsify something, right? So anytime I share that, the next thing that somebody said that they didn't, if they didn't want to believe was, oh, okay, so he's controlled opposition. I'm like, are you good? <laughs> Seriously? You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm being censored left and right. My YouTube account right now is suspended for a week. What? You know, but, but censorship up,
0: doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So people come up with what they want to come up with. I literally can't post on my YouTube channel till June 6th, uh, 17th. You know, I, I can't. If I wanted to, I can't. Yeah. So it is what it is. And, and my, my overall intention is let's do our best to try and show people the truth, but we can't force it. You know, I can only control how I deliver the message, I can't control how people receive the message. And if somebody doesn't want to believe something, they will not believe it. It's as simple as that. You could show them black and white proof in front of their eyeballs. They're gonna say it's not real, you know? And you can do that. You can do that. If, If David, who was it? David Blaine or David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear in front of thousands of people. Now we know that was an illusion. So where's the line of indefinite proof at that point, right? If I show you a man levitating, Right in front of you, you can always say it's an illusion. If I show you an extraterrestrial in front of you, you can always say it's a midget in Hollywood makeup, literally, you know, like for for those of them that are short, at least, because there are some that are very tall. So there's always a way out. People are always like, we want proof. We want proof. We want proof. And my question and my comment is always, what does that really mean? Okay. I'll show you a picture. What are you going to say? You're going to say it's CGI. I'll show you a video you're gonna say it's better CGI. So it comes down to, do you want to believe it? Are you willing to believe it or do you not? And are you asking for proof just to to strengthen and enforce that ego part of you that's not willing to let go of maybe possibly being wrong about something?
0: Well, you know? and I, I love that you, I got chills when you said that because I love that you brought that up because I do think there is so much of the show me proof, show me proof, give me facts, give me facts, which we know facts are not really facts and my husband always says there's always half truths to everything and it's like you said like it's not just black and white people want to say it is but then when you give them something that is quote unquote proof then they're like oh no but then that's that's not and then this was edited and this was fake and 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 all these things and you're right they come up with all different excuses because they don't want to see it and so with that being said, because we are seeing so much of that, and we do, I agree with you, we're moving into this new earth, we're we're already here, it's essentially already been unfolding, it's now just a matter of everyone kind of coming into their own consciousness, right, how do we help more people see and be aware of, you know, the programming and conditioning and everything that, that we all, that all of us are awake to, because I'm sure, same as you, I've gotten called crazy so many times, my own family thinks I'm crazy, which I've had to just take and be peaceful with in the beginning was very hard for me. And I was like, wow, how could they think this of me? Like, I love them. They love me, this, that, and the other thing. But I just realized like, it's just, they just don't want to see certain things. And that's just, that is their choice. And though it is hard for me to accept that I have to also remember my own ego and say, you know what, I, it wasn't easy for me to awaken either. So you know what, when they're ready, they'll be ready. But for you as someone who really does speak about this all the time and helping others connect to that consciousness and everything like where do you think we are right now and where where are we going in your perception
1: well i can't tell you where we're going because the freedom of choice exists and anybody that does tell you where we're going i would probably stay away from those people we can we can um predict based on where we are now on where we might end up in if we stay on this path right that i that i can do that many people can do But, um, so let's answer it from that standpoint first, if we stay on the path that we're on right now and continue making the same frequency vibration and uh resonance of choices that we've made up until today, first and foremost, I believe that unity is our ultimate destiny. I believe that a higher level of awareness, call it fifth dimensional awareness or above is our destiny as the human collective and as the collective of life as a whole in the universe. I feel that that's where we're going no matter what. The question is what's gonna happen on the way in order to get there? That's what everybody's trying to mitigate and change. So no matter what, I do believe that we're gonna get there. However, if we stay in the same vibration that we're at right now, or make choices through the same level of awareness that we're at right now, I think we're going to see a lot more damage on the way in order to get to that point. We're going to get there. But we could get there through peace. We could get there through war. We could get there through a billion people dying. We could get there through seven nuclear bombs going off on earth. We can get there through none of the above and everything is fine because we say, oh, you know, we're choosing to see this. We don't need an experience to force us to see it another way. So let's make the change. now." I don't believe the latter is going to happen right now because look at the world. People are not choosing that. So just based off of the choices that we're making today, we are headed, in my opinion, towards war, towards bloodshed, towards death. And that's not to to scare people. That's just, it's it's a fact of the matter of what we're seeing right now. If we stay in the same decisions that we're making right now in that frequency, we will bring on more of that in our future. We do have the power to change that. And if we choose to change our level of awareness, change our choices, change our behavior to one of a different resonance, a higher resonance, then the outcome, the reality that we experience will be one that is completely different. Instead of seven nuclear bombs going off, instead of bio warfare, instead of a hundred million people dropping dead, people can choose to just say, listen, we see what's in front of us, we don't like this, We're taking our power back, not through war, not through violence, not through weapons, just by saying, no, it's enough. Because the power is in the people, you know? That's really where it is. The problem is gave our power away. We see our authorities and these figures in power telling us to do certain things, and people are so not aware of what the repercussions are of those things. People are so not aware of the intention behind those individuals, and many of us probably know who we're talking about, not to name names, but the collective is so unaware that They don't even know that their power isn't in their hands anymore because they gave it away. And for those of those unaware people that did give their power away, they feel really confident with that because they're saying, yeah, I gave my power to somebody that's good. I gave my power to somebody that has my best interests in mind. Now, I understand why it's difficult to to change that mindset because to change that mindset means that you have to acknowledge that you might have made a mistake you know, and it's okay, but people don't like acknowledging that they might have made a mistake because of their ego, because they say, I'm the best I know, and they're in my best interest because I I said so, and I acted so, and if they're not, that would mean that I made a mistake, you know, and if I made a mistake, maybe that brings down my worth of a human being, and if that brings down my worth of a human being, then who's going to love me? Who's going to marry me? Am I worthy of making money? Am I worthy of experiencing love? Am I, you know, it, it's this chain reaction that goes on and on and on and on. And people aren't aware.
0: So it right. starts
1: with being okay with being wrong.
0: Start with being okay with being wrong. Right. And when you say like to the ego also, like you just said of like all the questions, those, those shadows of we all exist within us a lot of people are hard to go through and to answer to and say but none of those things actually equal my worth because again starting the beginning of the show when we talked about our consciousness connecting to ourselves and the world being within us like that's where it all is but so many aren't aware of that and they tap into like you said the outside and other authorities and everything else telling us what you're worth and what you should buy and what this is and what that is in order to create yourself to feel at a certain level but all that really is bullshit
1: (laughs) a whole load of it
0: (laughs) yeah and it's it's just interesting when you kind of like for me like when I had my own awakening like I started realizing how much I started detaching from all these different like material things that used to mean so much to me and like don't get me wrong I'm still I'm a celebrity stylist I'm an influencer like I still love pretty things I still enjoy those things but I don't look at them the same the attachment Mm -hmm. and the frequency to them has completely changed
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So when you say that about, you know, those awakening and where we're going, and I I agree with you, it's like, we need to really keep uplifting our frequency and keep helping others to step into their power and take their power back in order to move forward. Like, in your opinion, like, how does someone awaken? Because so many people, right, they talk about having an awakening or people like yourself and others talk about this all the time, talk about tapping into your consciousness and, you know, being awake, but like, how as a collective do we awaken? Like, and I'm sure that's obviously not, it's it's a loaded question, but in your opinion, and like of what you've studied, how do you think we as a collective awaken?
1: I think the collective is made, well, I don't think, fact. The collective is made up of individuals. So it starts with the individual, it ends with the collective because the individual makes up the collective. I think before we go ahead and try, actually, I don't think that we should try and change others because I don't know if that's the right way. People use that strategy, in some cases it works. Um, the, the way that I go about it personally, the way that I feel that um, we have our best chance in terms of making this all happen in, in the quickest way possible while being effective is number one, by starting with ourselves. Because yes, we are just an individual, but that individual is, it's a frequency. We, we, we vibrate at a frequency, at a vibration. That's what we are. And every vibration of being of an individual affects the ocean as a whole, right? So the higher your vibration, the more impact, the bigger your waves, look at it like that in the ocean, okay? The bigger your wave, the more impact you're gonna have on the water around you. Now the water around you changes. How does the water around you get impacted by a wave? The wave doesn't force, it's just the way it is. The wave moves and the water around it is impacted by it because it's being touched by that wave. And on the energetic standpoint, I think that so long as you're vibrating at frequency X, people will feel that whether they like it or not. The more of us that do that, the more people around us will change naturally because there's an energetic exchange going on. Now, again, the higher the vibration, the more weight it holds. So technically people will gravitate towards that more. Even even if they're not there, they will gravitate towards that more. And I'll give you an example. I was born and raised from day one as a vegetarian for the most part as a vegan. Without me even speaking about it, and I, I like, if I'm sitting at the table and somebody's eating meat, I don't care. If there's meat on my plate, I'll just eat around it. I really, I couldn't care less. I just choose not to consume it. But there are many times where I'm spending time with people, people that don't know me, let's say strangers that we end up uh, befriending each other and all that. And you suddenly see that out of nowhere, they're like, you know, I want to, I want to start eating healthier. And I didn't speak to them about anything. I didn't say anything without them even realizing what happened, there was an energetic exchange between myself and them. And they don't know why they wanna eat healthier, but their body and their soul and everything that's a part of them is is causing them to feel that way because they're feeling this new resonance that's, that's now a part of them just because we're together, just because we're communicating. And by the way, together doesn't mean only in physical proximity you can have an energetic exchange with somebody that you're connecting with over the phone in Thailand, you know? Because energy knows no distance. It's something that's instantaneous. The power of thought is something that's instantaneous. The speed of thought makes the speed of light look like a walk in the park. And it's this energetic exchange that is life. It is everything. And it's not just with people. It's with your music, it's with your food it's with it's with animals it's when you walk barefoot on earth it's with absolutely everything there's an energetic exchange now with that we take the exact opposite if you start spending time with people who only smoke weed well you're going to end up smoking weed if you spend time with people who only go to the gym you're going to end up going to the gym it's going to be a part of you and it's because of this energetic exchange. So you exchange everything, whether we call it gifts or, or the opposite of gifts, things that you don't necessarily want, you change it. And it's something that we have to be very cautious of. Now with that being said, that doesn't mean that you don't spend time with people who do things you don't want. Because imagine the roles were reversed. Let's say you wanna spend time with somebody that has things that you don't have. Let's say you want to stop smoking or drinking so you start spending time with people that don't. Well, imagine they looked at you and said, I don't want to spend time with you because you smoke and drink, right? Well, that that would defeat the whole circle of, of an energetic exchange. So when you're at a high point of being really clean in one portion of your life, spending time with those who aren't so long as you're strong enough to do it can help them. Right. You just have to be at the point where you don't fall. You have to be at the point where you're no longer resisting the urge because it's not even a part of you anymore. Right. So I came from a place of just like everybody, well, maybe not everybody else, but most people I lived in New York city, smoking, drinking, partying, the whole deal. And there came a point where I didn't want to do it anymore. So I stopped spending time with the people who do that. And I, I took some time to myself for like isolation. And then the only people I really spent time with was the individuals who didn't do that. And that was all new to me. But today I could spend time with, just last night, I was with a bunch of people in a circle, everybody was smoking, everybody was drinking, and I was there having the time of my life. And there was no urge because it's no longer a part of me. But what I could tell you is there were people around me that started asking me questions of like, how do you like, like how are you like at this party <laughs> and not drunk or high? Yeah, And I'm like, cause dude, I feel good. You know, I feel good, right. and it it because it, it your because your
0: preparation is so high, so it's not it well, is- it's
1: it's higher than that of of alcohol and right smoking, right? Because right. there was a point where alcohol and smoking made me feel good. So just like the the human body. In whatever state of awareness you're at holds a vibration, so does tequila, so does vodka, so does weed, so does nicotine. So let's say tequila holds a vibration of five. Or I'm just giving a number five, yeah. and you're at a vibration of three. Then when you consume the tequila, you have an experience of going two levels up, AKA you feel good. But now let's say your body is at a vibration of seven, and the tequila is at a vibration of five. When you consume that tequila, you're going to feel bad because it's going to take you down. It's going to have an adverse reaction instead of a, ah, I feel so good and loose, you know? So I'm explaining these things just to give this like understanding. So instead of just listening to me, you understand how it works because right. if you understand how it works, then not only you can do it, but you can teach it, you know, and that, that's the name of the game. Don't don't give the man the fish, teach him how to fish and he'll eat <laughs> the rest his life.
0: Yes, it's true, people always say that and it's true. So it's like the same thing when it comes to, you're saying, frequency and consciousness, being aware and then being able to share that so others can essentially be aware and wake up to their own power.
1: That's, that's how it's done. You know, the, the, the collective is only the collective until the minority becomes the majority and changes the collective. Yeah. And we see that over the past few years with vegan, people mm-hmm. who eat uh, according to like a plant-based diet. That was like almost non-existent 20 years ago. You now see, we now see companies forget their intentions and what they are, but companies worth billions of dollars, billions of dollars in the stock market that's publicly traded. Now, the fact that you see a company worth billions of dollars means that there's demand and there's demand because people want it. And the desire and the demands is a reflection of the change in awareness and consciousness. Once we didn't have that desire, today we do to eat more plant-based foods and that's becoming more and more and more a part of the collective and the mainstream. So things change and things change because of that energetic exchange, exchange. Things change because once there was only, let's say, a quarter of a quarter of a percent of the world that were vegans. But that quarter of a quarter became half, that became one, that became two. And I don't know what the percentage is, but it's still probably very low, right? But still relative to where we were at 20 years ago, it's very high. Right. You know. So it's all a part of that energetic exchange, of, of exchanging the foundation of the universe, which is energy, frequency, vibration.
0: So when we talk about that, right, with energy, frequency, vibration, obviously for where we've been vibrating as a collective and here you know on our planet like it has been a much lower vibration over you know quite a period of time and now we're trying to obviously shift to a much higher frequency and so do you think Jason because there is such a shift in those that are awakening are realizing so much of their power and uh, of love and light but that is I don't want to say triggering, but it kind of feels that way with a lot of people when they kind of, you know, come to you and either call you crazy or say, you know, you don't know what you're talking about or you're lying or this, that, the other thing. Like, is it is it a trigger because of they're in a different frequency? Is it because they just, like you said, don't want to be wrong? Like, like what is it that creates that major friction between, I guess, our, our frequencies? Because I've been experiencing it so much more and more and people, are like, you know, like, what are you talking about? And, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, it's it's so, I guess it's so interesting to me because I am now so much more awake and aware than I ever was. And and I guess I, I, I look at things like something like emails, okay, good example. And it's like, there it is, plain as day, 3,200 emails for you to read, which I started reading like hundreds of them. But yet someone else looks at that and is like, uh, you know, I'm triggering them and that's not true. And what are you talking about? And it's like, but here... But here it is Like, do you know what I'm trying to get get out here
1: Yeah 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 hey, I, I just made a video the other day on cognitive dissonance and and I where it comes that. from
0: yeah I think I saw that
1: and where it comes from you know and listen I I a year and a half ago I was in a group chat with a bunch of my buddies growing up like 40 of us 30 of us and um, when this whole thing started I'm like listen you guys think what you want but this thing didn't come from a bat. This is not what they're telling you. I don't know what it is, but it's not what they're telling you. And Fauci isn't your savior, savior, you know? And he wasn't your savior 40 years ago with AIDS either. It was the exact opposite, but that's a whole other story. So I was called names and terrible things and stayed in the chat. I just stood back and let it happen. I showed them why I was saying what I was saying. They didn't want to see it then. I said, okay, the proof will come because they said, show me proof. I said, okay, I don't don't have the proof you're asking for, but I'm sure it will come one day, truth prevails. Well, it came, right? I sent them all the headlines of those emails and everything that was going on and 10 of them left the chat. Why did 10 of them leave the chat? Not because what I sent them was incorrect but because they couldn't handle letting their belief systems that they're so, that are so ingrained in them be destroyed. I think the foundation of where that comes from is one very simple thing. People really identify with their beliefs to a point where they make their beliefs a part of them. Meaning, if you say anything that's alternative to their beliefs, they feel personally attacked because they believe that they are their beliefs. Same thing with religion, by the way. Same thing with everything, by the way. If you if you talk about anything in terms of beliefs and somebody feels like you're attacking their beliefs, they will only attack back if they identify with those beliefs. I think one of the keys to getting past this, this hardship is i'm not saying don't have beliefs i have beliefs but be okay to seeing those beliefs change you know maybe maybe things are different than you were taught even if you were taught that from somebody you trust you know it's okay it's okay i think the problem of where that comes from today is again people identify with the beliefs and they don't know how to not identify with their beliefs because most people identify with their beliefs. So it's part of the collective today. And I believe that if we can start um, really embracing the idea that our beliefs are in us, and they're just something we learned, and just like sometimes we learn something and we live according to it, we then learn that way, maybe that's not true we would get a lot further. You know, we we saw that with Albert Einstein and um, uh, Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton said, time is absolute. And for 264 years, people and professors and students were teaching and learning that time is absolute. 264 years passed of that. And then Einstein comes in 1905 and he says, hey guys, listen, I know this is what you've been speaking about since the 1600s, but I beg to differ. Here are my formulas, this is my proof. And from that point on, Einstein came out in 1905 with the theory of general relativity saying that time is relative, it's not absolute. Now, until that time period, and even past that time period, Einstein was kicked out of school, kicked out of college, called a freak, called a psychopath, called crazy, not because he was crazy, but because the people he was sharing this new idea with didn't wanna accept that what they dedicated their lives to may not be correct. We see that Einstein effect that I like to call it being done today with medicine. Doctors have been taught certain things are good because that's just the way it is. And most doctors, when you walk up to them and you say, hey, listen, look what's inside these things that you're injecting people with. It's on the CDC website. If you want more proof than that, I can't give it to you. They're literally telling you what's in it. And they refuse to see that it's a problem. You know, They refuse to see that the level of safe metals, according to the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, are 10,000 times less than what we're injecting our children with, you know? They say if you, the EPA says if you pass this level in your water, it's not, you can't, it's illegal. But they put it in your shot. you know? They tell you if you pass this level of chlorine in uh, your pool, it's not safe, but they put it in your drinking water. So it's there but people don't want to see it because what does seeing it really mean? And seeing it means that they would have to accept and acknowledge that what they spent so much money on, what they allocated so much time to is wrong. And that's scary for most people to do. So they'd rather die, they'd rather kill people, they'd rather get sick, they'd rather make people sick, Instead of letting and acknowledging the fact that they're wrong, and that there's another way to do it.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And and literally unlearning and relearning and allowing that to be their new journey, versus what you just said of literally going to the end at their deathbed and saying, "Well, you know, I just believe this, you know, to the end because I didn't want to see anything differently."
1: It's it it's how it works today. I don't believe it has to be that way forever. I don't believe it will be that way forever. But again, how are we gonna move out of this paradigm? How are we gonna shift it? And it can be done in a beautiful way. It could be done in a violent way. It will be done. The question is how? How many people have to get hurt? How many people have to die in order for people to see the truth? And part of my intention is to show people that you don't have to die to see it. You know, you don't have to uh, get hurt. You don't have to hurt others. You can see it in a very peaceful way. But ultimately the the choice is up to you. We were blessed with the freedom of choice. Now the question is, how are you gonna practice it?
0: Yeah, so true. Well, and you talked about earlier in the show how you were told to release that information. Um, do you hmm. want to share that for a minute here?
1: Sure.
0: Because I think that I know some, of course, know, but I don't think everyone really knows what you may be referenced.
1: Sure, sure. So um back in 2018, in June of 2018, I was approached by an individual who I thought was a stranger, was not a stranger. Um, I just didn't know that at the time. Um, and over about through this disclosure process of this individual disclosing more and more information to me over time information that may seem really out there having to do with i mean supernatural things anywhere from um ancient civilizations extraterrestrial life high technology spiritual insights secrets of the earth like really incredible things and there came a point where he disclosed his affiliation with a specific organization known as TLS. TLS stands for the light system. They're uh, pretty much like a spiritual version of the CIA, physical organization made up of now approaching 8,000 individuals, 8,000 agents, initiated agents around the world. Some of those people are very well known, very famous individuals around the world. Most are not. Most just have, I mean, everybody has a cover story for what they do, so even the very famous individuals in the world, you know them as somebody else and they really do something completely different behind the scenes. Now their ultimate intent of why they're here is to help guide and assist humanity in reaching a higher level of awareness. So people ask me, they sound like the Illuminati. No, they're the exact opposite in terms of what they do As a matter of fact, they roll out many operations to take down those individuals and organizations, which I share on my website at jasonscherka.com. For free, everything's free to be able to hear and listen and share. So with that being said, um, in February of 2020, I was invited to a meeting and in that meeting, one of the people facilitating the meeting and leading the meeting uh, instructed the person who approached me in 2018 to write to document what is known as the pyramid code. And that document is a very powerful document. It was originally written in Hebrew because the native language of the person who first approached me is Hebrew. So that's what he knows best. Originally written Hebrew, 31 pages in Hebrew, translated into English, 44 pages in English. I was instructed to release it. And how how I came to release it is also a whole really long story in and of itself. But I was instructed to release it on uh, uh, September 9th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I did. And again, at that point, I was just a a nobody, real estate businessman. That's the world that I was known in, but not this world whatsoever. And um, within the first three hours, the pyramid code document reached every continent on earth with the exception of Antarctica, because Antarctica is Antarctica. and um, I'm not sure penguins go on their computers out there. So (laughs) Um, all in all, uh, it reached millions of people around the world and it's still doing incredible work and reaching so many people around the world. And it really has to do with um, specifically the times of ancient Egypt, the pharaohs, the building of the pyramids, how that was done, why it was done, who built it, how they built it, why they built it, the functions of the pyramids, and um, many other insights in regards to spiritual insights having to do with reincarnation that are embedded into that text in a beautiful way. And um, it's really reached many, many people. So that's what the Pyramid Code is in short.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that's actually, to be honest, how I first found you. I think I saw it like on social and someone had sent it to me and I started like digging and, and researching it and checking it out. And then, but like, didn't really know your name because like you said, you weren't in that space. And then I started, I think, following you. And then like more and more, you started sharing more of like your own journey and everything spiritually and, and everything. And, and you know, as we, as we wrap this up, you know, like I was trying to tell this to some people who also have recently awakened and talked to me and kind of confided in me. And I'm like, look, it's literally, in my opinion, when we awaken, like we're coming home to ourselves. We're, we're coming back to like what we spoke about in the beginning of my show, like that power within us and knowing our own frequency and light and everything we hold. And when we come home to ourselves, we're able to see so much truth because we are awakened to everything around us. It's essentially just noise and distractions and we're seeing everything for exactly what it is.
1: Absolutely, 100%. Uh, that, that's what it's all about, you know. It's awakening to the power that we've always had and that we may have forgotten. And that's my ultimate intent to show that we have this power. It's not as complex to reach as people make it out to be. You could make it complex. You can make it simple. And I I try simplifying what everybody thinks is so complicated. Because don't get me wrong, it could get complicated. But the foundational idea is very simple, and if we can at least set our direction trajectory, we will reach very high places as a collective.
0: Yeah, so true. Well, and I mean, you know, you saying that, and of course, you share on your social and your website, but just here on my show, what would be maybe a few quick things that you would say that would help others if this resonates and they want to help themselves take their power back and awaken further, like what would you share some things they can do to allow themselves to be more open to that journey?
1: Focus on the state and health of your body first, before you go into matters of the soul and of the spirit and of the mind, first and foremost, pay attention to the body. It's the root of everything in our physical experience. It's a vehicle that allows us to reach those places. And if our vehicle isn't in proper condition, then we're not going to be able to reach those places, right? Think of think of the soul as the sky and the body as the airplane or the soul as the clouds or the stars and the body as the spaceship. You will not touch the stars if your spaceship isn't operating in this experience, right? I'm not talking about before the body and after the body, but in this physical experience. So first and foremost, pay attention to the health of the body, keep it in as best condition as you can, feed it what it needs, just like you wouldn't put Coca-Cola in the gas tank of your car because that's not what it requires. Don't do that to your body. And when I say Coca-Cola, I'm not just talking about the drink, I'm talking about many things of things in that resonance and vibration of, of what we put in the body. The body can handle it, but why live a life of having the body always adapt? Because if you're busy with adapting, then you're not gonna be able to fly because you'll always be busy adapting. So first and foremost, the body, pay attention to it, give it the love that it needs, the attention that it needs and the energy that it needs to run beautifully.
0: Wow. I love that you said that about adapting because you're right. It's like the body can handle it, but you just—I just got chills when you said that about adapting because it's true. It's like if you—if you're just continuously always adapting and you're not actually allowing your body to be given those higher frequencies and feeding it that way, then you will have a harder time ascending and evolving and being able to reach those higher levels that you spoke about. So that I mean, like you said, you can make it super complicated, but it really is so simple if you allow it to be. Hundred percent. I know and I love that you said that because I I agree with you there's a lot out there that make it seem like it's so much more hard to reach and not attainable and this that and the other thing and I've said that to several friends who have reached out to me that are also like opening their own eyes and they're like well how did you get there and I'm like honestly like it just it kind of just kept happening and still happens and it's 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 an ongoing journey it's not like just like one day it all came together for me
1: yeah 100 percent
0: you know, well, uh, thank you so much for being here. Just tell us where we can find you and follow you. Tell us also about any events that you have coming up where people might want to, you know, check out where you were talking about with your amazing academy. So people want to tap further into this and, and really learn all that good stuff.
1: Sure, sure. So you can find the academy at academyofdk.com just like Academy of Divine Knowledge, academyofdk.com. You could sign up. You could be a part of it. If you are a teacher in whatever aspect that means, you can sign up to become a teacher. I review all applications. I speak to all applicants and we take it from there. So again, academyofdk.com if you wanna join the Academy of Divine Knowledge. In addition to that, um, my website is jasonshirka.com. You can find a lot of information and contact me through there as well. Um, Instagram, Jason Sherka, YouTube, Jason Sherka, Facebook, Jason Sherka. And on June 20th, I have a unity rally in six days. The Unity Rally that I I put together, Uh, I got permits from the police department and the fire department and the city as a whole, the parks department uh, for a Unity Rally to pretty much throw a big party in Union Square Park where I'm encouraging everybody to bring their flags of where they're from so we can celebrate our differences. And I, um, I brought a singer to sing Imagine by John Lennon I'm going to be giving a speech, and I brought some of the best DJs in New York City to really play some awesome music, get everybody dancing, vibing, having a good time, and just coming together to finally be together. That's
0: amazing. How fun. And you're doing that in New York City. And so I'm guessing the event information is also on your website and everything.
1: It's all on my website, the first tab on top, Unity Rally, June 20th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. It is Father's Day, so bring your families. It's free, all ages, all races, all religions, all everything. Just come, have a good time. Bring your flag if you want. If you don't, that's fine. And just come party, you know, come have a good time.
0: Love that. That's so awesome. So anyone who's local, I know you have some New York listeners. I'm originally from New York. Make sure you guys go and check that out because that sounds amazing. And hopefully we'll see that all over the world soon. That's that's really, really cool. I I love that. I love the the high vibes guys. Everything will be in the show notes, of course, for, where you can find Jason and follow him. Make sure you check him out. Any of this resonates with you. Jason has been really a light and such a you know light worker pushing all this forward and helping others awaken their consciousness. And just remember, if there's anything you took away from this, like Jason said, like The universe is within all of us and we are the power we are the light it is our frequency so thank you so much for being here jason i really appreciate it and thanks for spreading all your light i had to tell you by the way when we were chatting and you've had a couple orbs flying right through like (laughs) when we've been chatting (laughs) i was cracking up like oh
1: everybody everybody says that i don't see them but i guess the camera
0: literally just saw another one so yeah (laughs) well thank you so much for being here i really appreciate your light it was so great to connect with you thank you all Bye bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Everything with Ali Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.